Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. So I was in the shower. I was cleaning my ass and making all the shirts all sparkly. Thank you, Clinton. I'm not the funny one. I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. And then holds like a, a like dick theater. Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. Welcome back here to another week of By the By. Hello. We are back and fresh, but yeah. still tired. Yeah. Well, it happens, you know. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So we are back from holiday and uh, it was kind of awesome. Yeah. Thanks for sticking with us through the last couple of weeks. Yeah. We had to take a little break. Yeah. But we're back. Yeah. And now we're better than sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> At least better than right before we left. That's right. So, yeah. So I'm Bradford. And I'm Angela. And uh, yeah, so what do we have coming up? Let's see. For our constant listeners and for our, our new folks alike, we have our next Pendulum Party, which will be February 17th. That's not this Friday, but the next Friday. It's coming up so soon. It's going to be here yeah. before you know it. Uh, we're looking at it as our little lead into World Prod. It's not officially on the World Prod list, but World Prod starts on February 18th here in Sydney. And if you are in town and can come to our little shindig at Our Secret Spot, uh, we're doing a pre-sort of pre-party before the party at Pendulum Party. Yeah. Makes perfect sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, It is free, but we just need to know you're going to be there. So your name has to be on a list. I've already got the list started and uh, I just need, you know, if you want to be, if you want to be there, let us know. It is limited numbers and there's still a little bit of space left. So excited. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Definitely. February 17th. Uh, if you want to buy tickets to the Pendulum Party, go to Our Secret Spot. And then we'll have future Pendulum dates very soon. So we'll get those out and publicized as soon as we can verify, hopefully before too long. Yes, we're wrestling with uh, yeah. with Lawrence and Jess. It's fine. We'll it's figure fine. it out. We'll get it. Lawrence will win. <laughs> Jess will win. Yeah. Then yeah. Angela will win. And <laughs> I will just be happy to be involved. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what do we have coming up this week? What are we doing? So we're sort of going to, it's it's not necessarily a repeat, but it's a revisiting of a subject that we spoke about quite, quite a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the five love languages. Yeah. We did a podcast on this. I don't know about <clears throat> insert number here. Uh, <laughs> many, many years ago. Episodes ago. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's something that I think is interesting because I am a firm believer it's something that can consistently evolve how we express our our love. But what's interesting about that is that when I did it several years ago, 
I had also done it probably 10, 15 years prior to that. And I was almost exactly the same. I had not changed in that time. Yeah. So the question is, from a few years ago to now, have I changed? Do you know what you had a few years ago? I know the rank order and vaguely, I don't, I did not honestly listen back to figure it out what it was. Um, but, <laughs> but, I, but, but I know. Constant listener, if you do, <laughs> let us know and, yeah. and we can tell everyone else. But I know roughly what I had. And yeah, so we'll see. This is why we need a producer. Yeah. <laughs> or just, you know, better notes. So just a little bit of background. The, it, the original book was called The Five Love Languages, How to Express Heartfelt Commitment to Your Mate. Uh, it was written in 1992 by a fellow by the name of Gary Chapman. And the idea was that it outlined the five general ways that romantic partners express and experience love, which he called the love languages. Mm -hmm. um, it has since been sort of updated to whether you are an adult, whether you're a teenager, or whether this is a parent-child kind of love as well, not just romantic partners, because we all receive and express love differently to different people in different stations in our lives. I got to admit, the book for me is a bit preachy yes, um, because it is sort of a relate. Re, there's a lot of the um, there's religious undertones, religious undertones, yeah. relationships with God, yeah. which, Hey, if that's your thing, wow, that's great. Uh, but I do think that the basis of this, mm. uh, the, the five love languages are, they're, they're good. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what your denomination is. You can be, some sort of religious or a completely anti-religious yeah. and it's still applicable for you in your life. Yeah. And I think it's really helpful not just to know how it is that you're inspired and how it is that you feel love and what you need out of a relationship. But I think it's also useful to use both for your primary partner. We've also like, I'll apply it to, I'll look at colleagues and people in my team and kind of figure out what it is that motivates them. So I think it's useful in just general relationships in life to kind of help understand what motivates someone. Because if you're continually showing appreciation or care for someone in a way that, that doesn't motivate them or that they don't recognize, then they may think that you don't actually care. And so I think this is a good way. And there are other methods and other kind of quizzes and tests and things like that. But I think this is actually a really good one as kind of a broad overview as to how is it that you feel and show appreciation? Yeah. And so if you're unfamiliar with this, the five love languages are words of affirmation or compliments. They are acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. And one of my favorite ways to explain these five things are the coffee analysis. Oh, I love that one. Which is words of affirmation. Your coffee is delicious. Does that make you feel loved? If I say <laughs> your coffee is delicious. Acts of service. I made you a coffee. Receiving gifts. Here's a coffee. <laughs> and so that's a, I mean, that's a good point between yeah. the last two. One is I did something and the other is here, here is, is. here's, here's yeah. one. Quality time. Let's go get a coffee. Mm -hmm. Physical touch. Let me hold you like a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering how that one was going to come into play. <laughs> Or drink you like a coffee. <laughs> Splash coffee in your face. <laughs> I like you a latte. Let me pour the coffee down your gullet. <laughs> I'm trying to espresso my love for you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me macchiato your tits. 
I think I'm Anything done. else? Okay, okay. I was waiting to see. I think I'm done. <laughs> I do like that analogy because it is something that everyone can relate to is, is coffee, getting a coffee, making a coffee, having a coffee made for you, whatever yeah. it is. And it's a really good way to very simply express those. Yeah. Or describe them. Exactly. So, okay. So Angela and I took the test. Uh, you can take the test too. It'll be in our show notes. But if you literally, if you Google or go to fivelovelanguages.com, it's the first opportunity. They're trying to sell you the book, but I got to give them credit. They're also doing the test for free so you can understand a little bit more about yourself. Mm. Basically, it's a, I feel loved when my partner and you tick, you, yeah. you, you tick A or B. Right. A or B, A or B, A or B. And then in the end, it gives you this nice little pie chart yeah. that shows you how you like to be loved. So I remember from before, this is what I'm recalling. We'll, you know, we'll, Somebody I'm sure will listen back or maybe I will. Somebody will correct us. There's always somebody out there who corrects us when we're wrong. I feel like last time we were fairly similar to each other. We were physical touch was number one at probably I would have said close to 50 percent. I think we were both really high on physical touch. Okay. Yeah. And then quality time I would have said was 20 something closer to 30 percent. It was a pretty high. It was the next like second runner up. And then after that was acts of service, words of affirmation, and gifts were very low for all of us. Yeah. Um, I feel like that was the order, and it was physical touch was like, astronomical. It was like high. really high. Yeah. And then uh, quality time was the next one by, it was a decent margin, but still well, well above the others. And then we had acts of service, words of affirmation, and receiving gifts at the very bottom. That's what I recall from before. That seems really familiar to me as yeah, well. Yeah, and I feel like we were both very similar in that. Yeah. Yeah. So do you want to start out with like, do you want to tell yours? Do we want to tell each of our highest? How are we going to do this? Let's just go back and forth. Okay. Highest, the next, and okay. the next. All right. So my highest was physical touch. Me too. What was your percentage? A paltry 37%. Mine was 33 Oh, it's you're less. Down. Wow. Angela doesn't like me touching. Yeah. See, that's what happens if you continually touch your partner. <laughs> much like this is why. Look, no, this is serious. This is why when you go to national parks or to museums, they don't let you touch the things because over time <laughs> you wear them down and they become less rigid, more shiny. And ultimately, they'll just fade away. Don't touch your, Moral of the story. Don't touch your partner. I think there's a different moral of the story. Oh, good. It, what is that? It's that other things have probably moved up. Depending on life circumstances. Because we're old now. Therefore, that may not be as critical. We're old now. Yeah, basically. <laughs> That's basically. what you just said. You, we've no, ma- we've said, matured past. I said life circumstances. We're, in, we're past the honeymoon I phase. have I have some thoughts we'll get to about this. Good. Excellent. I like that. <laughs> All right. What's your number two? Quality time. You're going to be shocked at mine. Oh, no. It's acts of service. It is. Oh, great. I got to have to pick up my game. <laughs> Yeah, acts of service has edged out and it's now at 27% as my second one. Oh my laws. My quality time is at 27%. Yeah. I just like, and though I will say (laughs) some of the questions, it was like, uh, I'm paraphrasing here, but it was like, which would you rather have? Would you rather have your partner make a meal and clean the house for you Mm -hmm. or um, sit on, just sit down and exist? And I was like, Oh man, sitting and existing sounds great. <laughs> it was hard because, well, also, and I was thinking about you with your practical mindset. You're like, oh, actually, if we split the work together. <laughs> well, it is hard as well because that, like in that instance, let's say that was one of the questions. It says cook a meal and clean the house, but you cook, I clean. So and that was my thought as well. It's, it's like, hard. I ain't doing both of them things. Yeah. And 
it was, there were several questions and I'm kind of like, well, I mean, I, I don't know. It's hard to pick one or the other because I want both. <laughs> and so then, it, and I know I realize the point is like, which one's more important, blah, blah, whatever. Yes, but you the, can't but, have both. But sometimes it's hard and it can be situational. But anyway, you just do the best you can with a question and that's it. I love it. So number three, what was your number three? This one might shock you. Mm-hmm. Words of affirmation. Okay. That does shock me. At 23%. Oh, wow. Yeah. All I was right. surprised at that as All well. Right. Means I gotta tell you nice shit more often. I just, tell me I'm pretty, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> so, for, for the love of all this holy, won't somebody tell me I'm pretty? So my third was quality time at 20%. Okay. So yeah. that that those two switched places. Yeah. 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 That's funny. Is your fourth one quality time? No, my second one was quality time. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, uh, acts of service. Is your fourth yeah, one? Fourth one is acts of service. Fourth is acts of service. Okay. At what percent? At 10%. Okay. So my fourth is words of affirmation at 17%. Okay. Which means your gifts is decently. It's, was it like around 10-ish percent? No, gifts is only three. Okay. Gifts is three for me as well. Okay. Okay. So, I wasn't keeping up with the math on yours, but I felt like, okay. Yeah. So 37, 27, 23, 10, 3. Okay, yeah, so I'm 33, 27, 20, 17, and 3. So both, we're still both gifts at the very bottom. Yeah, which, which is, is good. Con- that's consistent, right? Yeah, yeah. and it, it is funny because I still think, like, I don't, I guess I don't mind receiving a gift. If somebody's going to buy me a coffee, that makes me happy. <laughs> but, like, I'd rather sit and have a coffee with somebody yeah. and me pay or both of us pay yeah. or whatever. I will agree. I, like, I am better at receiving gifts now than I used to be. Absolutely, 100%. But at the same time, and I think it also depends on if it's from someone that I recognize that that's their love language, Yeah. then I appreciate it a lot more. Yeah. And I think that was also part of it when I'm reading this is that it's coming from you. And I know that gifts aren't important to you. So you're, you'd be giving me a gift because you think it's important to me. And so, but if it's from someone who I know that that's their love language, then I do appreciate it a lot more. So I think it really depends on the motive behind and who it's from. And obviously this doesn't take into account other relationships besides it's asking about your primary partner, right? Exactly. Um, so I am better at gifts than I used to be, but I do think it's very situational. And is that going to be the primary way that I feel appreciated? Like if you just give me a gift and there's nothing else, then not so much. If there's touch, if there's time, if there's something else involved with it, then that's different, right? Yeah. So yeah, but again, I guess that's where you can kind of stack them too, depending on what's going on. Yeah, it is. It's interesting because like, yeah, I I guess if it comes to gifts, I have a habit of if I'm somewhere and I see something and it goes, oh, that makes me think of Angela, then absolutely I'll buy it. But it's not like you're not buying something just to buy something. Yeah, I'm not buying it because I'm I've gone away and now I need to come home Mm -hmm. and bring Angela something. Mm -hmm. Um, But if I am somewhere and I see something, I'm like, oh, yeah, that definitely makes me think of you. Then, yeah, I'll pick it up for you. But I still, and I think I spoke about this the last time we did this episode, this type of episode was, you know, in the beginning, it was like, I would expect you to be like, oh, wow, thanks. This is great. (laughs) And it was like, oh yeah, cool. Uh, So anyway, do you want to have sex now? (laughs) (laughs) That's my way of saying thank you. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, look, a necklace. Eat me. (laughs) (laughs) I will wear the necklace while you eat me. How about that? Yeah. 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 So I do think it's interesting because when I look at mine and, and how they've changed, so physical touch has gone down um, to, it's still highest at 33%, but it's, I find it more interesting that 
quality time and acts of service have switched places for me. And I don't remember words of affirmation is probably similar to what it was. I don't remember exact percentage, but it's probably close. But I feel like those, if I had to guess why they've changed over the last few years, I would say it's probably a lot to do with COVID and the, the few years we had with that because there was so much going on. We were so busy and I felt like it was really hard to keep on top of everything yeah. and it was hard to do everything. And so anytime somebody else could take a bit off my plate, I, it was a big relief, right? Like it was yeah. a big help. And so I think I appreciate that more than I used to because I used to be very much, I can do it all, right? And I want to do it all. But I think now it's an appreciation of the fact that I can't and that when somebody else can help, I I recognize that maybe more than I and appreciate it more than I would have before. Yeah. So I feel like that's probably why time and access service have switched is just because things got crazy and more complicated and it's getting better. But, you know, life is still busy and always will be. I think, I mean, you know, that's just life. Right. Yeah. But I don't know. So I, I would say that I don't necessarily appreciate quality time less. I think it's just that I have a higher recognition for when people do help out that I can't do everything. Yeah. And that makes sense. Yeah. Um, And for me, I'm not sure why words of affirmation is as high as it is now. Because you need to be told you're pretty. I guess so. It's, it's, again, it's, it's, some of us are ailing and age and some of us are thriving in it. So question, do you get less of that perhaps at work or in even he, like with me or with other parts of life that you feel like you need to make up for it in other areas? Oh, good question. I have no idea. Um, do I get less words of affirmation? No, I think maybe that is it. Like, I think my current boss says words of affirmation. I would speculate that words of affirmation are probably higher for him. And maybe that's it. Is that so you're since learning I hear to appreciate it more, it more. I, yeah, I start yeah. to appreciate it more. And I start to associate it with more positive things. Mm. I think that that's something that, you know, I don't having having been years since I've read the book, that it it this is the more you receive a type of love, mm-hmm. the more maybe you associate it with love. Mm-hmm. It's somebody else's type, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think that it can pun intended rub off on you. Yeah, it's it's definitely interesting how we influence each other's for sure. And, you know, we've seen that with other partners and and even with close friends is that when we recognize their love language, we're then more likely to show that and express it back to them. But again, appreciate it more so when you receive it even from others. Yeah. Um, but I guess it's maybe it's just an exposure thing. And I also think it depends on your human type, right? Yeah. So I think I, I've always felt I'm more empathic, right? So like I, I tend to be in touch with other people's emotional states and how they're expressing those emotional states and yada, yada, yada. Mm. So I think that ultimately that when somebody expresses that, I sort of take it on. I'm like, all right, cool. So if they're expressing it that way, they must want it that way. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And I think that that's, I don't think that's an unhealthy thing, but. No, not at all. I am the Deanna Troy of our little community. (laughs) I don't know. Um, And if you got that one. Stick around. Uh, <laughs> and that's going way back. <laughs> that's going way back. Now, that makes sense. And and I do think that we do learn a lot. And, and this is a good example of how we grow both over time and 
because of our relationships with other people and how they influence us yeah. and perhaps how we've influenced them. You know, we, we didn't do this with our greater poly circle. Um, I guess when we first did it, it, the gentleman was probably the only one around. I'm guessing he was around then. I'd have to go back and look and see what it actually was, <laughs> but probably, but we didn't do it then, but I'd be curious, you know, we'll never know, but, but how that would have changed over time just from all of our influences on each other. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure there is, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I'd like to know. I think it'd be interesting to get our greater circle to mm-hmm. to take this just to see like where everybody is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll definitely put this out on our discord and make them screenshot it and put it up because I'd like to know where everybody lives. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, if you'd like to join us on our discord, all you have to do is support us at any level on patreon.com slash by the by podcast. You'll get an email that shows you tells you how to get onto our discord chat. And uh, yeah, you can you can share your results with us there. That'd be great. Yeah. So just to talk a bit more about what these things are, because physical touch, and this is directly from the five love languages. Uh, I'm just going to read them directly, even though it is, I love this, this love language, which is trademarked, which I love that you can trademark love languages, makes me question how much do you love the languages. Anyway. Wait, is it this love language that's trademarked? No, or love, love language, language? trademark. Uh, every time the words love language are together, you get the little trademark. Simple. Wow. So there you go. Uh, hashtag not sponsored. (laughs) This love language trademark isn't all about the bedroom. A person whose primary love language is physical touch is not surprisingly very touchy. Well, sorry. Very touchy. Feels like it should go on, but there's a full stop there. (laughs) Hugs, pats on the back, holding hands and thoughtful touches on the arm, face or shoulder. They can all be ways to show excitement, concern, care, and love. Physical presence and accessibility are crucial, while neglect or abuse can be unforgivable and destructive. Physical touch fosters a sense of security and belonging in any relationship. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to argue with the any relationship. I know. I kind of question some of that. Yeah. Too, anyway, but, we'll, well, we'll leave it. It's fine. That's, <laughs> that's trademarked, Angela. Right, right. This, this is from the website, not from us. Correct. Yeah. Uh, quality time. Again, from the website. In the vernacular of quality time, nothing says I love you like full, undivided attention. Being there for this type of person is critical, but really being there with the TV off, fork and knife down, and all chores and tasks on standby makes your significant other feel truly special and loved. Distractions, postponed dates, or the failure to listen can be especially hurtful. The love language, she's mocking me, she's mocking me, people. The love language of quality time also means sharing quality conversation and quality activities. So my problem with this is where it says the uh, sharing quality time means sharing quality conversation and quality activities, yet at the same time it says TV off, fork and knife down. Like, those are quality activities. I was going to say. If I, we're eating together, yeah. I see that as a quality activity. If we're watching a television show where we focus on the show, that's a quality activity. I feel like I agree because I feel like especially eating a meal together and having dinner together, if the TV's off and there are no other distractions, you're not on your phones, that kind of thing. But that's quality time because you are, I mean, sure, you're eating and you're focused on the food to an extent, but you're also hopefully talking and conversing and being in each other's presence, Yeah, maybe even discussing the food. I don't know. That's something that's being shared. Yeah. So I feel like that. Even though it says not to, I feel like that should qualify as quality time. I agree. Because anything that you're you're sharing and you're not, 
I mean, I, I get like if we're watching TV and we're both on our phones, that's not quality time. No, right. Agreed. But if you're sharing a meal or, you know, if you're watching a movie and maybe this goes back to our physical touch, you're watching a movie and you're cuddling. And then you discuss the movie afterwards, whether you're cuddling or not, but say you discuss the movie afterwards, then I feel like that's quality time. If you just watch the movie and then go your separate ways, that's different. So I do feel like there's some ambiguity in in how that can be taken. And it's not, I wouldn't take it so black and white as how they describe it. I tend to agree with all of these as well. Um, I've got an example at the end that we can talk about. Uh, So words of affirmation. Actions don't always speak louder than words. If this is your love language, trademarked, Unsolicited compliments mean the world to you. Hearing the words, I love you, are important. Hearing the reasons behind that love sends your spirit scoured. Insults can leave you shattered and not easily forgotten. Kind, encouraging, and positive words are truly life-giving. I mean, I feel like words of affirmation or not, you should generally say kind things to people. Right? Be good people. (laughs) Acts of service. Can vacuuming the floors really be an expression of love? Absolutely. All you have to do is vacuum up the dust and dirt in a heart-shaped format. Sorry. It does not it, actually say that. I was going to say, if you can see it that clearly, there might be a bigger problem. Don't see it. Be it. <laughs> anyway. Uh, anything you do to ease the burden of responsibilities weighing on an acts of service person will speak volumes. The words he or she most want to hear. Let me do that for you. Laziness, broken commitments, and making more work for them tell speakers of this love language, trademark, their feelings don't matter. Finding ways to serve speaks volumes to recipients of these acts. Yeah. Yeah. Lastly, receiving gifts. Don't mistake this love language, trademark, for materialism. The receiver of gifts thrives on the love, thoughtfulness, and effort behind the gifts. If you speak this love language, yeah, 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 you know, the perfect gift or gesture shows that you are known, you are cared for, and you are prized above whatever was sacrificed to bring this gift to you. A missed birthday, anniversary, or hasty, thoughtless gift would be disastrous. So would the absence of everyday gestures, 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 you know, that board game, (laughs) buy this board game for your, for your partner. Gifts are visual representations of love and are treasured greatly. So my only thing with that is, and it's hard for me to tell if it's saying that you really need to or not, but I feel like if that's your love language, like it doesn't have to be an expensive gift. No, no, no. So like I remember as a child, with an early partner, you know, I would go out and pick wildflowers yeah. and, and bring them home. And then like, Oh, that's nice. You know, or give them to them. That's nice. Things like that. They don't have to be an expensive gift, but the problem is the world tells us that they do right. Yeah. You yeah. all, all media, social media, and you walk into any mall and suddenly the more you spend, the more you love. Mm. And I do appreciate the fact that the first thing it says is this love language does not necessarily mean materialism. Right. Unfortunately, the world that you're right as a receiver of that language, I don't think it means materialism, but the world tells us that as a giver of that love language, it has to be materialistic or you're failing. Right. And I think that the creative things are the best, right? Agreed. I think because the creative things tend to show that you've put more thought and effort into it. And 
and it creative doesn't necessarily mean either like a homemade handcraft kind of thing. I think it's more just, does this actually remind you of me? Is this something you think I would want as opposed to just, Oh, here's a thing I picked up on the way home because I thought I should bring you something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like buy a bunch of post-its and make a post-it heart on the inside of the closet door or something. So that's a surprise. That's a nice little gift. Well, I remember one day way back when Pippin was real little and you were walking home from the grocery store and granted somebody else did it, but you still took the picture. <laughs> but the, um, true. I know this. What are the little purple flowers? Jacarinda. The jacarindas. Yeah. So they were falling off the tree. So they're all the little purple petals on the ground and somebody had taken a bunch of them and made it into a heart shape. And you took a picture of Pippin, you know, standing next to the heart shape and sent it to me. And I was like, oh, that's really sweet. And that's really cute. And again, that's a simple something. Yeah. That's not that somebody else did yeah. for me. <laughs> they did me an active service. <laughs> but then you took the picture of Pippin and you sent that to me. And that was really cute. That's how you translate an active service <laughs> into a gift. <laughs> Pippin, he was a tool. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. But like, and if you, if you are listening to our podcast because you are ethically non-monogamous or you want to start going to a swingers club and you don't know if your partner is, is a swinger or not in a single night, you can get all of this done. Right. So you can spend some quality time by going to a, a, a swingers club with your partner. You can do the lots of physical touch by, you know, grinding up against your partner uh, at a swingers club naked or other people, you know, spread the, spread the, the love language around. You can get words of affirmation because you walk in with your partner and you're like, wow, you are hot. And they're like, oh my God, you are so sexy. You can get that a lot. Uh, you can, you trust me, there are acts of service that you can do at a swingers club that <laughs> will be greatly appreciated. And the gift thing, well, you know what? Just buy your partner's way in. Yeah. See? Yeah. Problem solved. <laughs> or buy them a nice something to wear at the club, you know. I think it, I, I make a joke, but I also think that that joke sort of does sort of pinpoint one of the, one of the flaws of the five love languages, which I don't think they're terribly flawed. I think it's good to know, the more you know about yourself, the more you can uh, express yourself to other people and, and be fully a, a full grown human. But it is very easy to take anything like the coffee analogy, like the swingers club analogy and sort of apply it to this. I think it is what's important is to note that I think most people like most of these things in some fashion, it is nuanced. Yeah. And I think like the 27% to 3%, I don't think that's correct. I think we're probably, that's saying that there is a hundred percent. And I think that since love isn't a finite resource, then expressions of love can't be a finite resource. I don't think that on a scale of one to a hundred that my appreciation of gifts is 3%. Yeah. I don't, I don't feel like that because like when you buy me something and it's like you said, it's clear that you've thought about it, you've done something, you bring it home for me and it's like, oh, wow, that is great. It is much more than 3%. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's very situational and a lot does depend upon what else surrounds that. What else is happening? How is whatever the thing is presented to you? And and even I mean, if we're talking ethically non-monogamous, who else is involved with it, right? Because it's unlikely to be, it could be us in a bubble, but it may not necessarily be. Yeah. Um, but I do feel like it's very situational and while that's, it does kind of, help to rank what may be more important it 
just it really just does depend. I think the the key word for the for love languages and using the love languages is nuance. Mm. I think that more than anything else is sort of what's really important about it, because especially again with non-monogamy. Mm. Yeah, we have friends that it is more important to spend time with or it is more important to spend. Like, so that's the thing, right? Uh, quality time, acts of service and physical touch can all be the same thing. Yeah. Sort of. Or all in one or all in one big lump thing. Session, evening. Yeah, right. Whatever, gathering, yeah. And so like quality time is also quality time if you're having sex. That mm-hmm. that sex can be quality time, but is it also physical touch? Well, yeah, but we're also, you know, it's tough. Yeah. And I do think that while the love languages are written for probably monogamous oh, people, yeah, sure. if not heterosexual for sure. people. But I think that we can take it and then use it to better under again, better understand ourselves, better understand our partners, partner partners, and always and our work friends, our our work, our sorry, our workmates, our friends, and family, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And I do think it very much depends upon the intent. So it, as with anything, you have to look at what's the intent behind it. Yeah, just yeah, and then all about the nuances. Yeah. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of what-ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs, no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. On our recent holiday, we whipped out the game Curious Humans to play with some of the folks that uh, decided to go on the cruise with us. And I have a wonderful memory of eight of us sitting in our cabin on the little love seat, on beds, on chairs, and on the floor, all playing Curious Humans, laughing and pointing at each other and saying who we'd rather receive head from, who'd we'd rather have come on us, or who we'd rather dance with naked in the pale moonlight. Uh, it was great fun. It was lots of giggles. It was definitely memorable. And uh, that that can be yours too. Maybe not the cruise ship and possibly with us. I don't know. It depends on if you want to go on our next cruise with us. But how do you do it first? You go to CuriousHumansGame.com and you get the game Curious Humans. Tyler's brilliant, the creator behind the game. He is a Aussie uh, local. And yeah, it makes a great quality game. It's fun. It breaks the ice. We had a couple of new folks into our group and folks that have been in our group since a long, long time ago. So all of us were playing together. It's good fun. When you go to CuriousHumansGame.com, use checkout code BYTHEBY, that's B-Y-T-H-E-B-I, and you'll get 10% off. He does ship worldwide. And let me tell you, he keeps coming up with new stuff. He sent us some of the new questions that he's looking at developing for new packs. It's just... 
it's one of those games that will forever grow. It's uh, if you like to ask uncomfortable, sexy, awkward, wonderful, brilliant questions, it's definitely the game for you. With the five love languages that we're talking about, hey, Valentine's Day is literally, literally just around the corner. And uh, this might be the last Valentine's ad because it's probably the last one that you can use and still possibly get your uh, your kit in time. I don't know. It's possible. I don't know. But anyway, so, you know, if you want to do an active service, well, I've got a couple of toys for you. I got them in mind right here. Yeah, there's a few things that you can service. You could service the toy or let the toy service you. You know, there's some quality time that you need to spend with your new rabbit or your new masturbator sleeve. When you go to adamandeve.com and use checkout code by the by, you'll get free shipping. You'll also get extra <laughs> gifts, also a love language, thrown into your box. You'll get six videos on demand and one item at 50% off. I don't know if uh, saving money is one of your love languages. It's definitely one of mine. I don't know which one that is. Maybe it's a um, act of service. Maybe it's a, I don't know. I tell you what. If you can get one of those toys, I'll give you one of my favorite acts of service. You know, it's at least in the top three. Anyway, so go to adamandeve.com, use checkout code by the by, get one item at 50% off, free shipping, six videos on demand, and some extra gifts thrown in. I think that's all the love languages. I mean, the, you know, how many more love languages can we do? I don't know. We'll see. Stick around. Welcome back. Welcome back. Wow, you have like all the energy. Oh, look, I'm 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 trying to rally. <laughs> it's our first day back. I'm 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 a little tired. Mm-hmm. And I fly out tomorrow, so mm-hmm. it's kind of it's been a whirlwind day. <laughs> I'm trying to rally. So while searching for the five love language test, I googled five love languages, and of course, one of the things that came up was the seven love languages, and I was like, wait, what? And what this is, is basically, it's another website, truity.com, T-R-U-I-T-Y.com. They have just sort of taken Dr. Chapman's original love languages and just massaged them a little to make it what they're calling sort of the seven modern love styles. It's interesting because there's a bit of overlap. But I can also see where they've split some of them out into different ways. And I actually kind of like it. I do too. So just one quick paragraph from their website. Dr. Chapman identified five love languages. However, our research on over 500,000 volunteers from around the world has shown that for modern relationships, there are actually seven distinct ways of expressing and receiving love. This quiz measures your preference level for the seven modern love styles. And I kind of appreciate that mm-hmm. because like, I, yeah, I, I look at the, some of the things that you and I do for each other. Mm-hmm. And like I've already said in the first half of the podcast, they don't necessarily match or they can be multi-matchy. Yeah. Do you want to talk about what the seven are before we talk about what ours yeah, are? Yeah, you bet. Okay. Go for it. Oh, I'm doing this? Okay. I'm going to let you do this one. <laughs> right. I'm just going to read this from the website. Yeah, we're just verbatim from the website. Look, you can do it yourself, but truity.com. Yeah. Physical. People with a physical love language feel loved when they receive physical affection, hugs, holding hands, and snuggles. They want their partners to show they're attracted to them and initiate loving touch. So, very similar. Yeah. 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 
We have activity. People who focus on the activity love language feel special and valued when their partner takes an interest in their hobbies and activities and makes an effort to enjoy hobbies and interests together. Which sounds like quality time. It sounds a bit like quality time, yeah. Intellectual. People with the intellectual love language like to connect through the mind. They feel loved when their partner values their intelligence, respects their opinion, and takes part in thoughtful discussions of important issues. I can also see that being quality time. Yeah, exactly. It's a different twist on it. uh But it's also sort of a variation of quality time and potentially words of affirmation. Yeah. Then we have practical. People with a practical love language feel loved when their partners chip in with everyday duties and responsibilities. They feel cared for when their loved ones do chores and offer help. So that's a bit like acts of service. Yeah. Emotional. Those who focus on the emotional love language feel loved when their partner is able to connect with them and support them through difficult and scary emotions. Being present for the highs and lows is very important to those with the emotional love language. And then we have appreciation. People who focus on the appreciation love language feel loved when their partner gives them compliments, praise, and thanks. They appreciate hearing explicitly what their partner likes and admires about them. There's one more. But I know what happened, and it's that you and I both did this test, <laughs> and we were zero on both. Both of us were zero, so we're not going to be able to read this for uh, the folks. Hold on, hold on. Wait, wait. Can we not find it? Yeah. So the seventh one that we're both zero on. I knew as soon as you said, that's it. (laughs) And you were like, like, and the rest. And I was like, there's one more. And I know I can't see it, Uh but it didn't tell me because it wasn't applicable. Yeah. And I'm assuming it's not applicable to you. It is. You're correct. Uh, So the seventh one is financial. People with the financial love style feel loved and valued when their partner shows generosity with finances in order to bring them joy. Treats and surprises are certainly a part of this love style, but it's not limited to receiving gifts. Rather, it describes a larger desire for a partner who is willing to use their financial resources in a variety of ways to help and delight their significant other. Now, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm happy for financial resource help here. (laughs) I mean, it is like, right, if you're a sugar parent, uh, I am your sugar baby. Like, I'm I'm totally up for that. But at the same time, that's more of an, again, appreciation. It's nuanced. It's not necessarily like how, how in our, especially, I think that's the other thing, too, is we're looking at this as primary relationship, right? Yeah, and, or, or and, relationships. I'll even include, you know, yeah, the gentleman and sure. and Leo. But none of us supports the other, right? No, we all right. support ourselves yeah. financially. And so I guess maybe an opinion would be different if you were like a, the financial supporter for a relationship, a family, that type yeah. of thing, or if you were the receiver of that. But I guess none of us have either. We've not been in that position. No. So yeah. anyway, funny. but that was funny that it didn't even show up. Because yeah. as soon as I said that, I was like, "That wait, that was only six. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, cool. Got it. We got there. I love it. Got there. So these are all ranked on a scale from zero to 100 on importance level. Uh, 60, actually. Nope. Mine goes to 60. Mine goes to 100. Oh, you must have something. I must not have anything higher than 60, and you must have something that's much higher. Okay, well, maybe. <laughs> okay, fine. The highest that between Angela and I that it could go is 100. <laughs> right. All right, so what's your highest? Physical. Okay. At 100. Oh, wow. All right. Wait, what is your all? Actually, now that I say that, if we add them all up, what does yours add up to? Oh, oh, good question. Okay, hold on. So let's make sure it's not some strange random number that maybe, I don't think so. Um, no, it seems like a strange random number. 
232.5. Okay, there you go. <laughs> cool. So I am really physical. Okay, so I don't know how this is scoring things, but <laughs> it's doing something. Um, so my top two were actually tied. Oh, no. My, my next one is less than half of my top one. What's your next one? Activity. Okay. So activity and physical were equally tied for me. Okay. Yeah. So what were they for you? 56. Both of them were 56. Uh-huh. I was 144. Weird. I wonder how it does this. Yeah. Some people yeah. might say my first two are gross. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> it's like uh-huh, uh-huh. nine mathematicians out there who got that one. <laughs> okay. Right. So you're okay. That, wow. And right. then my third one was intellectual. My third one was emotional. Okay. That's my fourth one. Intellectual was my fourth one. So for me, intellectual is 45. Emotional is 33.5. Oh, for me, emotional was 33.5. Intellectual was 33. Okay, but this is weird because it has emotional listed as my fourth one, but my fifth one is 34. And my my fourth one is 33.5. You mean in the definitions? My definition order is wrong as well. Okay, okay. So practical is 34. So emotional and practical are pretty close to each other. Hey, folks out there, do you are you listening to Angela right now? She's practical <laughs> and she's like, why is it not in order? <laughs> I think practical might be higher than what she says it is. <laughs> <laughs> I did. So she is it. getting a bit emotional about this. And, and then appreciation for me was 11. Okay. So appreciation was 11. Practical was 11. So yeah. if I go from the top, physical 100, activity 44, emotional 33.5, intellectual 33, appreciation 11, practical 11. Okay. So I have activity 56, physical 56, intellectual 45, emotional 33.5, practical 34. Appreciation 11 and financial zero. So this one, yeah, financial zero. I do that. like that this added intellectual because a lot of people say I like someone, f- you know, for the conversation, for the brain, for what they, you know, bring mentally to the relationship. So I do like that it added that to it. Um, yes. I will say that I found it really hard with these questions. I would be curious to know if there's a, like an extended version of the test, because I found these questions really, really nuanced. Yes. And really hard to answer because sometimes it said, I feel cared for when, I feel loved when, I feel appreciated when. And I find it really difficult for me to tease that out, especially in like, you know, we're not taking like hours and hours to fill this out, right? This is like a 10 minute quiz. And so I found that wording hard. And also some of the, the answers when you're choosing between them. The wording, and maybe I'm reading more into it. Maybe my practical should be way higher because <laughs> I felt like I was like, this is so nuanced and it's very dependent upon a lot of things. So I found this one, the the five love languages, I found I could kind of breeze through the questions pretty easily and quickly. This one, I felt like I was overthinking it a lot. That and explains all the grunts that you were doing. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah. That's you taking this test. So... I don't know. So, yeah, that's why, I, you know, the results for me, I'm kind of like, mm, I, I like, I appreciate it, but I'm not sure that I completely believe it. And see, that was my problem as well, because like one of the things, one of the things I did like about this quiz was it would ask questions like, it's my partner's birthday. To celebrate their birthday, I plan to. And then you like, it's unlike, very unlikely or highly likely kind of things. And you mm-hmm. pick one of the buttons in between, but it would be like, I plan to cook a great meal and clean the house. And I'm like, well, that's neutral because yeah. I'll cook a great meal, but I won't clean the house. Yeah. Yeah. So I was, I would be like, okay, so if it's 
if it's really likely, very likely is cook a great meal and clean the house is likely cook a great meal and straighten up the house. (laughs) (laughs) And then neutral is cook a great meal and don't do anything with the house. A little unlikely is cook a meal and then highly unlikely is just not do any order Uber Eats. Well, also, so on the birthday one. And start the Roomba. One of the questions was, or one of the things was something about like, you know, take them out for an expensive dinner and buy them a nice gift. Where does a splashing party fit into that? <laughs> I thought that as well. I was like, well, oftentimes the dinner is our gift. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm confused. So, okay, so take them out for a good dinner. <laughs> Which one of these is take them to McDonald's and buy them a happy meal because it comes with a gift? <laughs> so all I'm saying is back to my first half word. The moral of the story, boys and girls. Nuance. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did find this one a much more difficult test, and maybe that's the point: is they're trying to tease it out a bit further. But Which I, I do appreciate. I just, it. I do appreciate it, but I found it really stressful and difficult to answer. You're the only person who needs a drink after taking an online quiz. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! This. Also, aren't you usually the overthinker? Why is this me? This, this BuzzFeed, this BuzzFeed kit quiz is broken. Like, I don't know which Toy Story character I am based on the pizza I've ordered. <laughs> oh my god! It tells me I'm the Tyrannosaurus with the Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> anyway, okay. Um, I do really appreciate what they've tried to do with this and breaking it out into. A, a wider variety of yeah things. I do like some of the categories and I, I do like how it is split out a bit more like I like the fact that emotional's there separate from practical I like that intellectual is on there so I do very much appreciate a lot of that um, I just find the quiz really difficult and this scoring situation is a bit weird I don't yeah. understand the scoring situation but anyway I that's... think that ultimately what I've decided is that you and I should create our own sort of <laughs> love languages be like I don't know um doesn't yell at me when I spend $150 on a single meal mm-hmm. and gives me time to cook it in the kitchen <laughs> and remembers to take the towels out of the dryer. Like those are love languages for us, right? Um, you know, does butt stuff. Like <laughs> That's a love language. <laughs> Licks booty holes. If that's not a love language, that's that I don't want to be in love. Right, right. Okay, we're going to make our own love languages here. <laughs> Sends, sends quality memes. Like, <laughs> hey, that's an important one. That's an important can, love language. And we can thank our Discord server for that. Like, quality memes is one of my love languages. Uh, shower pics. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a love language. Cute pups. Did, animals, yeah, yeah, fluffy animals. Yeah. Like, that's a, that's a, that's a love language. Yep, yep. I need to figure out where do these fall. <laughs> Are those emotional? <laughs> yeah. So, there you go. Yeah, so, so one day we're going to have a, a by-the-by love language test. <laughs> Your love language is booty holes. And don't worry, the questions will be very clear. Yes. <laughs> Do you like booty holes? <laughs> I don't know. Are we talking looking at them, tasting them, smelling them, God feeling them? Damn it. This is going to be a... L- See, it's got to be specific. <laughs> what is your love language? Please take our 10,000 question test. <laughs> you will know by the time you know your love language... You'll be dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yep. There you go. Yep. Yep. 
Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, I mean, look, ultimately, I feel like it's it's a good thing to do, like any of these things. It's, it's just a fun thing to do to get an idea as to and get you thinking about and talking with your partner about what is it that motivates me, what makes me feel appreciated and loved, and what is it for you, and how can I then make it better for you, right? Yeah. And, and how think- can we improve our relationship by doing this better? And I think it's one of those things that we always assume we know exactly how our partner is going to react and how our partner is going to answer things. And maybe that's half the game is sitting down with these tests and playing twice. One where you answer as your partner and they answer as themselves. And two, where you answer as yourself and they answer as you and see how close, how well do you know each other, you know, Mm -hmm. and maybe it is something that you can learn more about one another and have these great conversations on how you can pull yourself closer together and how you can understand one another and how you can see where the other one is coming from. I think Mm -hmm. that's more important than anything is we're very fortunate, which again echoes back to what we said the first time we took this in that our love languages are really similar the way we express them. So, you know, if you're a, if your gifts is at the bottom, but their gifts is at the top and they're constantly bringing you things and you're like, I, why are you bringing me this? Then understanding that that's them expressing their love like oh okay that kind of changes it doesn't necessarily make you a gifts person yeah. but it does help you understand that what they're trying to show you is love and that's important yeah i had a partner whose gifts was very high and it i didn't realize till it was way too late that that's what was happening mm. yeah it's it's yeah. it's a bummer mm. um yeah it's definitely a bummer and because my one of my first partners uh you know her love language was gifts and I, that's when you and I first got together, I tried doing the same thing and it was like, well, this isn't working. <laughs> Angela's love language is blowjobs. <laughs> and suddenly so was mine. <laughs> See, it's touch, touch. I'm touching you in all the right ways. Yes, you were. <laughs> awesome. So send us your love languages. Let us know. Uh, you can email us the atoms of love at gmail.com. All of the tests that we've taken will be in the show notes down at the bottom. Message us. We are at By the By Podcast on all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, and the Twitterverse. And uh, yeah, check us out, www.bythebye.com.au. Uh, you can see where we're going to be on our events page, or you can contact us through the contact submission form page. Uh, yeah, so there you go. Join us on Discord with our Patreon, www.patreon.com slash By the By Podcast. And uh, any other last thoughts, Angela? Just love everybody. Be good people. Yeah. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.